Hello, this is Chris and Rick Talk Guitars. That's Chris over there. Hello. Hi, Chris. I'm Rick. Uh, we heard from a listener, which is awesome. Sweet. We, we love to hear from them because, you know, we don't know if they're out there or not. Right. right. I, I love that it's the anyone ether. in the world is listening. Me too. I hope it's not a robot or a bot. But I know my mom listens. So does that's she? Good. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Well, this guy's name is Rick Jackson. Hi, Rick. Thanks for Hi, Rick. Um, getting hold of us. He had a good idea for a topic for one of our shows, so we're going to do it. Um, basically, I'm going to read from his partially from his correspondence. It says, if you haven't done it yet, how about a show on artist series equipment? Maybe, like, why do we need it? Um, which, you know, I, I've kind of wondered before, too. Uh, I, I have mixed feelings about it. Chris we, yeah, has feelings about it. We touched upon it once, but Just uh, we tad, didn't drill we did. down. Yeah. So, we can so drill we're going to drill down into this there topic today. Artist series equipment. Why? Why? I mean, you know. Oh, let's start with your thoughts, Rick. Okay. Because I'm still gathering mine. Okay. <laughs> You're still raking them up off the ground? Okay. Exactly. I, I have mixed emotions about artist series guitars. Or, well, equipment, I should say. Yeah. Um, I, on the one hand, I can see maybe it's inspiring to some person who maybe loves a certain artist and says, oh, they've released this person's version of a Stratocaster or whatever it is, and I want to get it because I love that artist. And then right. that's cool because that makes that person want to get a guitar and play it, which I think is totally cool. Right. Um, I will say, just the curmudgeon in me, kind of like, it used to seem like um, you, you, if you were an artist, you had to be around for a while or have accomplished some stuff in your career before somebody would approach you and go, you know, you've been playing for 25 years, you've had you know, six gold albums. We'd love to do uh, your version of our guitar. What do you think? Cool. And maybe it's because that artist um, has done some mods of their own on the guitar, or, or just plays a certain way, or or has just is known for playing that guitar, right? So right. they'll do their own version of the guitar. And I think, and, and it seems like nowadays, you know, somebody can play for a year or a couple of years, and they get their own artist series guitar. Which again, I, I think the flip side of that is. Hey, if if a fan out there is jazzed by that, and why not? You know, and if it's a good guitar, if it if it's a or a good piece of equipment, right? That's the thing for me. Right. I find a lot like with the guitars in general, like an artist series, they'll release one, like for Gibson, for instance. Like this guy plays a Gibson Les Paul. I'm going to release my artist series, and it's an Epiphone made right. in Korea. Like so, it's like why? China. Huh? I, I I think I'd have more respect for it if they just said, yeah, I play a Gibson Les Paul, and my signature model is a Gibson Les Paul. That you know. Yeah. But may, I don't know. Maybe, and maybe the thought is, well, we want to do it cheaper so that the entry... I yeah, don't know. We, anyway. Uh, give anybody access to it. I, yeah. I get that. And one thing that I have to remember all the time is guitar is has evolved to the point of where it's not just for guitars who like work on the guitar for a living and play or you know are really into it. It's You have different levels of p- guitar enthusiasts. Take a model like, let's say the... Um, What's that dude? Um, the Andy Summers Telecaster, which is like a custom shop. I don't know if it's Master Bro. Right, I've right. seen one. I've played one. It's a good guitar. Yeah. But who does that appeal to? I mean, that appeals to somebody who's you know kind of wealthy, likes guitar, right. and whoever you say that you don't like it the same way I like it. That's true. And they buy it, and they have it as a conversation piece, maybe more than a guitar. It's a good guitar, so I mean, you, you could play it, but it's kind of priced out of the range of a lot of people who I gotcha. like to yeah. play guitars and would actually take it and use it like weekly. So there's that, but I I do well to remember that you know it's you know it's not just my 
view on you know who what what an artist's guitar should be or who should play what. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. So I'm with you on thinking that if an artist comes up with a a model and they want to make it affordable, that's super great. And just make it make it a cool version of it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like uh, for example, take the the Made in Me- Mexico Stratocaster and Jimmy Vaughn series. Yeah, when he, they approached him to do his, uh-huh. a, a, a guitar, he's like, "Well, I want to I want to do one that's you know affordable." And he did. Yeah. It's like a, a quality Stratocaster, at a, you know, cheaper than a regular Stratocaster, right. even, you know, this regular standard. So I think a point that Rick made in his in his message uh-huh. was, what did he, he said something about Hendrix. He's like, back in the day, Hendrix just went into a store oh, right. and bought, you know, right, an off-the-shelf off the Stratocaster yeah. and yeah. changed the course of musical history. Exactly. And there's, you know, that's, you do well not to forget that, too. I mean, yeah. off-the-shelf stuff is still extremely useful. So, I mean, I think uh, what I gather from the old artist series is kind of a little bit of marketing and a little bit of, you know, making collectible things yeah. for people to collect. So they buy more than one guitar over their lives. Yeah. And I think that's a good point. I mean, the collect the collectible thing, I think, is important. It's like we collect all kinds of stuff, baseball cards, all kinds of stuff. Guitars is just another thing, another object that you can collect yeah not only vintage ones or something but but yeah artist series i i i hear that um but yeah i i guess just i i keep coming back to the point i i just wish because i just get more cynical when i see like them offering a, a signature series to any anybody now right that's popular or whatever but i i guess it's just you know it's just it's just economics you know they they can if they can get they can sell a bunch of people on that guitar because they love that artist, you know? Right. So. Would you ever not play an artist series because of the artist? <laughs> I, th- I hear people grapple with that all the time. Yeah. It's like, I really want that, but I'm not a fan of that artist. No, so, I, I mean, it's yeah. a cool instrument, but I, I don't want, I don't like the idea of it being associated with an artist. I think like you said, it's, if it's a good instrument, I, it doesn't matter. It's like, if, if it's a good instrument and I, I could play it and I, I, I like the way it looks and stuff, I'd, I'd play it. Yeah. I, I don't think that would be off-putting to me. I'd play a Hello Kitty Stratocaster. Oh, man, yeah. A Jonas Brothers Melody Maker? There you go. <laughs> I'd, I'd play one now of those. Now you're it's talking. It's a Melody Maker yeah, at art. There you go. You can't go wrong. Exactly. Well, and again, you have a really cool junior that is oh, yeah, a that's signature the, um, model. Oh, yeah, that's the dude from Green yeah. Day. Billy Joe. And it's a badass guitar. I so, yeah, there's yeah. a case to be made that you can get a really good guitar. Yeah, but, and, and that in that particular instance, I will say that Billy Joe Armstrong mm-hmm. was zero factor in my purchase of that guitar, either like or dislike. It, it had nothing to do with it. What I looked at for that instrument was the the straight off the shelf juniors of mm-hmm. the era had the slightly different wood, slightly different you know construction. Yeah. And then there was the custom shop, which was what I really would you know if I had my choice, I'd take a custom shop. Oh, yeah. But the Billy Joe Armstrong was right between those two, and it had enough of the vintage you know elements that it was close enough to a vintage guitar that's what i bought i bought yeah. because it was like a vintage junior and i've been happy with it, it yeah. it's still i mean people think that's a vintage instrument it sounds like one so i'm happy i mean what other famous artist series guitars are there that people tend to freak out wasn't there just a jimmy page telecaster yeah, yeah. i think i have a friend yes. who had one of those and yeah. that looked cool because they made an affordable version of that yeah. too right yeah there was like the really expensive one and the affordable yep. ones yep yeah yeah and it's cool and I, I but you saying off the rack kind of made me think about too it's like yes like there was a time when that that's just what you played because 
there was no custom shop. There were no, there weren't a lot of like ways to like mod your guitar. I mean, you know, people were trying to do it. Like even Dick Dale back in the old days wanted more beef out of his amps and stuff like that. So they tried. So, but over time, like artists did start to mod their own gear. Right. So it's like so-and-so wasn't playing a, a stock Strat or Les Paul he or she had done some other stuff, like had the pickups wound hot or, or had new pickups put in or had a whatever or a, some switch put in there or something like that. Or So I think, you know, that mindset of saying, well, these other artists just played off the rack guitars. To some extent, that's true. But over time, even popular artists started modding their gear. So, you know, having a signature model of that guitar does make sense to me, right? Because it's like, oh, this is the this is the way that person played that the, modded the guitar and played it, and right. I love that artist, so I want that guitar, you know. And like the the Hendrix like signature guitars, there's actually something physical about those instruments that do you know help with the tone. It's strung backwards, yeah, you know? and it's like this stuff is in a in a different place. And Hendrix really used that as part of his style, so yeah. I can see where that would be desirable. It's like That's I want to, you know, have that element. And there's other guitar players who've done that, flipped yeah. it over, you know, flipped a lefty over or something, just to get, you know, that kind of physical layout that yeah. gave him a little bit of an edge. Yeah. But yeah, people like Hendrix or any of these other guitar players, they're not, you know, lack of a signature model is never going to stop these people. I no. mean, they would they would do that on whatever. They were just driven. You know, you mentioned amplifiers, mm-hmm. and recently. And I can't remember the artist's name. He's like a kind of a rootsy country guitar player. And he just had a, I think it was a brown Princeton. I think it was a brown Princeton. I want to have to look that up. Yeah. But I, I, well, the thing I'm getting at with this is I saw, the first thing whenever a new amp comes out or a vintage amp, I go look for gut shots. I want to yeah. see how they're made. Yeah. yeah. And this Princeton was so close to the way the old ones That's were. A cool. lot of them, you know, they're like, they've engineered the circuit to sound like that. And it's like modern engineering of that circuit. Yeah. It becomes, you know, like the deluxe, you know, the blackface deluxe reissue. But on the inside, it's nothing like it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's it's completely different. This is so close to an old vintage circuit board and everything in there. I'm like, that was great. I That's mean, awesome. I, that they're doing that. I'd yeah. love, love to see more of that. And I wish I could think of the guy's name. I'll put it in the yeah. comments. Yeah, put it in the comments. But, um... He's some rootsy rocker country guy, um, and we'll <laughs> figure it. out who it is. But um, I that I do love that. I love it when they go the extra mile to like make something that's cool. And I guess you got to straddle the affordability, like you were saying before. I mean, I think the idea of like I was talking about earlier the the Epiphone versus the Gibson is they you know they want to make it affordable to some kid or somebody that right. uh, that's not a lawyer that. <laughs> That can afford this, like the Andy Summers guitar, which I totally dig. I get it. Um, but it just kind of bums me out that, um, you know, they're probably getting an instrument. I don't know. I haven't played a lot of those, I must say. So I can't really speak. But it seems to me like they're made up out of a lot cheaper materials and stuff like that. And But maybe maybe nowadays, too, the, the technology is such that, you know, the you, you get the Epiphone version of Zach Wilde's, you know, Target bullseye Les right. Paul maybe it's a good guitar I don't know well, they're, I mean they're totally fine guitars and I mean yeah. for the price I'm sure they're good but yeah. when you, you start getting fussy about them you know yeah. the finish is different the woods are different and whatnot, yeah. and it's just like those little details that you know yeah. make it a Gibson are kind of missing but and as entry to someone to have yeah. you know a Zach Wilde guitar that's it's great yeah. yeah yeah so and the one thing I will say too is is if you're going to have a signature model you better play the, yeah. the goddamn thing a lot of because do if that. you don't yeah. then that's a that's bullshit it's like <laughs> you know that I, you know and 
yeah, so th- that's the thing I look for too. It's like, look, you know, you have a signature model that's awesome. You better play that guitar. Or know? like the the um, the Paul Westerberg first act guitar. He had a signature one of those. Really? Oh yeah, that? yeah. I've seen yeah. that. Mom. Yeah. That's great. He's like, that's the perfect Paul Westerberg move. Let's take this cheap. And I think he was like even in like a Target or something or some really. You know, department store and he saw one of those and he just got thinking around the idea well, i want to have a signature one of these so he got a plaid first act signature <laughs> guitar i love it well i can dig that because he's such a smart ass and such yeah but um i just think about i have seen cool videos where artists talk about their signature model and they, they do play them and they take them on tour and i love that because it's like okay cool you're you're i i love that because you are the real deal it's like you're not going to just put your name on something and then sell it to a bunch of people and not ever give it a second thought you know yeah roseanne cash got a signature martin and she, I, I was reading that's cool her talking about that and that was super cool she's yeah. like you know martin has been a guitar like that me and my dad and you know it's been in our life forever and she was just so honored to have that guitar and it's a really sweet like subtle you know martin yeah um, no good so that i love hearing stories about those people who because some people like they you know they make something for them they're like nah this isn't it go back to the drawing board exactly. and they'll, they'll work on it for a while again speaking earlier to what i was talking about it's the kind of that recognition and the fact that an artist like that is so moved by it i think that's cool because again it's like maybe you didn't get a grammy or maybe you didn't you know but if you i think it's just another way for an artist to get recognition right and i th- and i think it's a cool way too actually right. right if it's legitimate and if it's done with the good intentions you know because it's like these instruments first of all when you're starting out it's hard to get enough money to get the instrument you want right most of the time right and then when you when you do get those instruments it's you really cherish those instruments man because it's like god i saved up and bought this cool martin or whatever it was and and you love them you know you you love these things and so for a a make for the company that makes those guitars to approach you and go hey yeah we want to make your guitar it's like that's cool i mean that is cool so you know the 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 why i think we're we've come up with some good answers about you know why artist series guitars it's not such a bad thing you know but but do you need them no do you need them no you don't need them no No. they're not a necessity but i think for the various reasons we've cited so far i i I think we're making a good case for like why not why not have an artist series guitar and i've said this before it's like uh, you know the argument that you know, why do you play this? The audience can't tell the difference is, right. is a bad, you know, yeah. a bad way to look at it. Because the audience, sure, I, I'm not up here playing this guitar so the audience can tell the difference. It's like, how does this feel in my hands? Exactly. I mean, how does this make me play? There's a big difference between I'm a huge fan of cheap guitars. Yeah. But, you know, even then I have standards. I mean, and that yeah. varies for people. I belong to a forum or not a forum, but a Facebook page. Uh-huh. It's awesome, cheap guitars, and it's yeah. really interesting to see what you know where everybody draws the line. Right. Because you know all these people like are really it's their thing, and they're excited about it. Oh, that's great! I was like, I wouldn't play that if you paid me. <laughs> and it's like, and I'm not judging you because I, you know, you do, like you like that, too, and yeah. that's great. But it's like I do have, you know, a cutoff. It's yeah. really hard for me anymore to find a guitar that I would like under five hundred bucks. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Just. There's some exceptions, and I love the exceptions. You know, some of the reissued Dan Electros. You uh-huh. know, the you know the, the Mexican Fenders are still really good deals. Yep. And, you know, there, there are a lot of them out there. That, that's what you think about this. We're talking about artist series guitars, and then you think about all the one-off guitars, and all there are so many. Oh my god, guitars! It's insane. That you have choices of so many. It's 
independent yeah. builders now. Yeah. Well, I, I like what you said earlier about, um, you know, the audience doesn't know the difference about what you're playing, but you as the artist do and whatever you can do as an artist to feel good about your playing when you're performing for other people, that's what they do pick up on. They pick up on your attitude, subtle or not, you know, and how you're trans, how you're transmitting that attitude through your playing right and that's so important because you and i both know we've been at gigs where we've had a shitty guitar or we've had or the guitar is not our gears acting up or, or some other thing is affecting our performance and people can tell i can tell and and i don't want to feel that way i want to feel so great when i play that you know I, it, i'm channeling it to everybody in the room and they can see it and they're tapping their toe you know what i mean so right yeah i think right. that's a really important part and so if an artist series guitar if, if you're saving up all your money to get this artist series guitar and that's your deal that's cool you know and and you know that's your that's your instrument that makes you happy and makes you other people happy you know? i agree the guitar will pull something out of you so yeah. if you have a guitar that just feels right and you feel really good about for whatever reason you yeah. know maybe you've modded it or, or whatever it's going to pull something out different than it is yeah. on, a, on a guitar that than a guitar that someone can't tell the difference yeah. out front you know yeah. so that's always a weak argument or a way to judge things by i mean it's like it's about you and your guitar and what the guitar is able to pull out of you and each guitar will do something a little bit different yeah so and we all I mean, we're talking about really expensive guitars and really cheap guitars, and we all have different things that yeah. we kind of are attracted to. So, and in modern guitar America, there's so many you've got choices, and maybe you like handles on your guitars too. Yeah, so. totally. how else are you going to carry it? <laughs> all right, before we before we wrap this up, can you think of any of the most cockamamie um, <laughs> artist series things that you've seen yeah and and the disclaimer is this is just our two cents well, I mean, that's what it, it is it we're talking be, shit about maybe we're just guitars <laughs> it may be somebody and somebody else loves this thing to do but yeah the, the steve Vai guitars with the handle are kind of funny to me the and are those those are his pretty much his signature right i mean he developed oh, those are, that. oh yeah those are his so signature it's not, it's not well that's steve true Vai. it's the gem that it's the gem it's, you're right but, but no but he did he was influential yeah in getting that thing made but and those it took a long guitars. time yeah, yeah. to get it made but and his seven string stuff those don't speak to me but i know people that they do speak to oh, yeah. and depending on what where you're coming from I, I seven strings i just can't fathom like you know <laughs> if it's a seven stringer but i mean i love ibanez guitars yeah, yeah and um that's true that's the era where i kind of parted ways with ibanez the super strat era yeah but i, mean, I can't How really think you? of anything i'm trying to think of the something that i just saw and kind of rolled my eyes i mean the the huge one for everybody is the john mayer prs yeah. track because it just seems like the most pointless i know thing ever either um, yeah but you know but play somebody it, somebody knock yourself it. Out. yeah and uh, and appreciates like his thought process it's about like that what? ugly ass headstock <laughs> exactly let's put that on a strategy well, head, but he flipped it too it's like uh, oh I didn't, yeah I didn't let's flip I just that thought, like wait a minute yeah I'm the same way. When I, I watched that whole video, too, where he was explaining... Because, you know, he was getting a bunch of pushback when that thing released. And so he had to put together a video kind of explaining his thought process and stuff. And it's thoughtful, but <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, I had a big question mark still. It's like, well, why don't why not either make just a Fender Strat or a PRS? This weird hybrid thing to me is bizarre. Yeah. Right. And then there's always the thinking... There's always the argument about... 
when people start talking about artist series, whether they like them, whether they're not, they're like, someone will come out and say, well, the Les Paul is yeah. an artist. And it is, but well, that gets true. argued yeah. over because it'll be Les Paul and it'll be like the slash Les Paul. It's like two artists, artists. And that's always pretty interesting <laughs> because in a way it is Les Paul, but it's, it's it is, but that's... it became such an iconic, like standardized yeah. instrument that you can have a signature on top of that. But it's just funny that people like I refuse to play a signature guitar, Except and someone says Paul. you have a Les Paul, and they're like that doesn't count. <laughs> that's a great point though, because that is a, that's a, that's an artist. It is. That's an it artist just series guitar. Yeah, but it's really kind of it's one of those pointless arguments that are. Amazing I know. I know. But people, it's, watch people go at it over that. It's but pretty, it's kind of a fun rabbit hole to go down though, because it's like even like. Gibson came out with the, the SG body style, and right. he he, it, he it just it mortified him. That's ugly, yeah, he and so he that. he wouldn't put his name on that. So they had to make it the SG. Right. So I think that's kind of an interesting twist on this whole thing. Is a what you were talking about is that this artist series guitar became a model, like just a, a standard model. Right. You know what I mean? Like a Les Paul, well, a standard model with different variations. Of right. the model, and, and Junior the Special. I've got deluxe. a Les Paul slash. <laughs> Who else can we throw on that? Heat oh, one thing I don't page. think we really talked about in in the signature series is there's a, there's like the straight up signatures, and then there's the really detailed. I think the oh um, yeah 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 the Andy Summers one was one there where they take like every scratch yes. and burn and. And they kind of recreate that. I watch yeah. I watch videos about that stuff because that's pretty cool. It and is. that gets you into the whole relic can of worms yes. where people. That's another thing that people go off for hours on is like you yeah. know guitars that are made to look old by beating on them before yeah. you sell them. <laughs> Drag it behind your truck. And that's always amusing. But we won't go down that rabbit hole for now. But well, no, but only to say that um, it is interesting when I geek out about that stuff too, where an artist has given his or her guitar to a company to dissect every right. ding. And and then the artist gets it back and they're like, damn, they yeah. they got every ding. I remember my belt buckle, you know, all this crap. So that kind of get I get a kick out of that when oh, I see an artist get a guitar back from a company when they've painstakingly put every mark that's on that guitar just from normal wear. And the artist is like, damn, I can't tell the difference. Like, it's like I play, you know, I play it on whatever they say, but. That's really I, cool I if you that. think about it, that you have people that do that. I yeah. mean and that's like the custom shop people that yep. go to that level. Yep. And you know, and then if you have enough money you can own that thing. So exactly. I, mean, I definitely grand, see the can... collectability of it. But yeah. whether or not you need one to make music, no. no. I mean you should find a guitar that just you that pulls stuff out of you exactly. that you like to spend time with. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if it's, you know, six grand or, you know, four hundred dollars. Yeah. I mean, just you can get it and bond with it. And there's no shorties of artists who made great, you know, world changing music off with off, off the shelf, yeah. standard stuff. And then also that's kind of a tribute to that artist for doing that, for coming up with an artist series guitar for that off the rack. Do you know what I mean? Like, again, right. a, a, another way to I, I just I kind of dig that whole mental model of just accolades to this artist for, you know, doing what they did, you know. And it makes them feel good. Right. You know. And before we end this, I'm going to ask you if you could have any artist series guitar that you're aware that exists right now, which one would you get? I think I'd probably get the Jimmy Page Les Paul. Oh, you know, yeah. oh, that's right. At 58 yeah. or 59. The, the one he bought from Joe Walsh or whatever. Because to me, that's just such an iconic... I That's imprinted in my brain. It's just a, He wore it so low right. with that 
spaghetti strap and it's just such a cool guitar and it's not a it's not an ostentatious burst you know what i mean you and i both kind of like you know not flame tops and all that we're, we're right. pretty run of the mill but that guitar for some reason i don't know stuck out with me and i think i that's one i would want to have as as a signature how about you well that's probably not very wise from a from a you know in, investment standpoint but i would like the the wayne kramer stratocaster oh dude that um i've played a couple of them and then those are but they very play pretty affordable. well they are and it's just cool and i, you know, I, I love the I MC5. Love those the and, red, white, and blue. And I'm not even the hugest Stratocaster fan, but that's one. That, I think, and the Joe Strummer Telecaster are the ones that come up. I really love the Joan Jett Melody Maker, yeah. too. That's a really super Dude. cool guitar. See, I need to get some of these. You do? That's, no, but those are, uh, those are great guitars. And yeah, the Wayne Kramer Strat is like, that's emboldened in my mind, too. Like I've played two of them in the flesh. And, and, they're, they're, cool? and they're as cool as they look. Nice. Well, but, that's a good exercise. So, so anybody that's listening, uh, send us whatever signature guitar you would want. If there was one you could have or a couple you could have. And that's funny because the Wayne Kramer Stratus, a lot of these, like my, my junior, it's just the only thing that makes you can tell that it's a signature is if you turn it over and look at the back of the head. Yeah. Yeah. The Wayne Kramer, you can tell from 400 miles yeah, away. That exactly. It's a signature. Yeah, exactly. but I just like it. I just, it's, you know, it feels good. It's kind of like got that late 60s, 70s uh-huh. kind of like, what year vibe. did he play? Was you, it the sixties or was it seventies? I think it was the early seventies. Okay, I mean, yeah. I'll check. It could be late sixties, but yeah. it is a big headstock. I and, dig that guitar. Yeah, uh, I do too, and that's going to be on my radar. I love Christmas it. Christmas is coming. Yeah, and your hey. birthday too. Okay. Yeah, okay, I'll think about it. All right. Well, cool. Hey, Rick. I hope we covered the topic and did you proud. Uh, I thanks. hope so too. Yeah. Thanks Let for us know if we didn't. That suggestion thanks. was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for giving us suggestions. Really we appreciate love good it. ideas. Yep. There might be something in it for you. We'll, we'll <laughs> let you know. Um, Anyway, thanks for listening again. As always, social media, digital crap out there. Um, we're working on the website. We're going to have some updates here uh, either late this year or early next year. Yeah. We'll let you know about 2020. Yeah. We're digging sometime. it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, until next time, adios. Goodbye. Goodbye.